Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. It's Loud and Local, the stay-home sessions. I think it's episode 7 now. Uh, it is Monday. Well, actually, you know what? I don't want to date it, you know, because probably people are going to be listening to this anytime. So either way, we're all staying home. We all got some time. Uh, well, at least most of us. Uh, this is Kevin Deers, and on the phone right now, we got Jake Day from Six Gun, uh, released Booze Pills and Cheap Thrills in their music video for Lonely Man this past week. Uh, Jake, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah, man. It's it's cool to have you uh, on the phone. You know, uh, as we would imagine, we'd probably rather have you in the studio, but we're making do. And and uh, I, first off, I got to ask, like, uh, are you are you still working from home, or or are you uh, you know out of work for a little while, unfortunately? Or what's your like day job kind of situation look like right now? I'm a contractor by day, okay. and most of our stuff is non-essential, so I'm, my hours are reduced right now, but I'm sure. working a little bit from home, yeah. Okay, word, man. Well, uh, you know, uh, doing what you can, and, and uh, are you focusing a little bit more time on the on the music uh, to kind of, you know, since we have a little bit more time? <laughs> yeah, I have nothing but time, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've been focusing on playing guitar, and I also started making, uh, making custom guitars. I, I've been kind of messing with it before oh, wow. and started spending more time doing that now on the side, so. Awesome. And uh, where am I calling you, uh, or where are you calling me from? Where uh, where in the Northwest are you? I'm out in the Edenclaw. Okay, right on, man. So a little bit outside of the city, which is, is actually a kind of a good thing in these situa- current times. Um, so I love it, man. For my job, I'm in the city all the time. So I get to go there for work four or five days a week, and then when I come home, I come home to the country. So it's fine. Hell yeah, man. Well, it's actually it's better to not be around a ton of people at these current times. So I'm kind of jealous of you. But either way, um, it's, it's uh, awesome to have you on the phone. How are you staying sane? How are you staying safe these days? Like, what are you doing to, like, kind of, you know, aside from, you know, making the guitars and, and working on music and, and some of the, the limited hours that you're getting at your day job, uh, is there anything you're doing to kind of, like, pass the time that you wouldn't you know, normally get into? I don't want to sound corny, but my wife is pretty awesome, so we Hell spend yeah. a lot of time 
getting out and walking with the dogs. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm older. I mean, I'm 40. I'm not old, but I still skate. So I've been out on my skateboard quite a bit here in oh, the cul-de-sac man. looking like a, looking like a funny guy. So, Hey, <laughs> why is that dad skateboarding? What the hell? I get, yeah. I'm the tattooed <laughs> guy that skateboards in the, in the, in the cul-de-sac, but I'll, I'll take it. It's fine. It keeps me sane. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, Cool, man. How was, uh, how's, uh, everything been with, uh, the release of the album, Booze, Pills, and Cheap Thrills, so far? It's been really awesome. We went into Foundry Studios last, like, November, mm-hmm. December, I guess, and then we put it together, kind of got it out really in the beginning of February. We put together a video shoot at Lucky Liquor on Leap Day. So we did a February 29th shoot. Yeah. And then we actually took off on a little short tour. And right when all this madness was kind of kicking off, really, uh, we headed down to Southern Oregon and back uh, on a little like four day tour. Yeah. And by the time we got back, everything else we had on the books was canceled. Yeah. Tell me a little <laughs> bit about that. Like be Excuse me, being on tour like in the in the beginning stages of this, did you start to notice things while you were actually out on the road or did it really kick in like right after? Well, we have one guy in our band who's immunocompromised, and oh, yeah. so we were really sensitive to mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. we had a kind of a band meeting. And, you know, since since most of the first and worst was here in Washington, yeah. we figured going to Southern Oregon was probably safer and better than being here. And at the time, again, in the first week of March, um, we decided, hey, or, you know, or, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, so we decided, hey, let's give it a shot and head out of town. So we went down there, and it seemed to be that, the crowds were a little more relaxed. We actually brought toilet paper back with us. Ooh. <laughs> um, and once we got back, the madness here had kind of set in for, for real. And then, you know, work-wise stuff started changing. So we've just kind of, we haven't practiced as a band. We've done a couple live stream things, but we're itching to get back and practice too. And then, uh, the record's been great though. That was, that was your question. Sorry. The release has been awesome and yeah. trying to play shows and support it has been trickier than, than getting it out. What a time to release, uh, the big album, right? It's, it's kind <laughs> of crazy. Yeah. Um, it's weird. So tell me a little bit about the music video. Like who did you work with on that? Or did you guys do it yourself or? We actually, so, so Six Gun is, is maybe this is a story for another day, but we're originally from Southern no, California. We got today, so. man. The, today is the story. It's the story for today. Six Guns originally from Southern California, so okay. we are newer to the Seattle scene. Nice. Uh, but as a as a band, or I guess as a brand uh, and a catalog of music, we, it's been around a little bit. So uh, we've been really grinding hard the last year or so. Yeah. But really coming onto the scene newer up here, um, and so it's been a little bit refreshing because. Uh, we really, I mean, we love the bands that are around here, the local bands, yeah. and the scene has been pretty awesome. But putting out music right now has been pretty tricky, and we felt like it was a good time with the sound that we have being fairly unique to try and put something different out. Um, so we grabbed some people that had shot a video for some people at the Kraken, and yeah. we said, hey, we want to do this video. Here's an idea. The budget worked out. And we booked it, and luckily we booked it before everything went sideways. Yeah, that could the I know is that's a that's a hard one. Like, imagine if it would have just been a couple weeks later. So that's awesome that you guys got it and in right before. Luckily, they had time to edit. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. They were, they were editing up until this last weekend, and uh, it turned out really it turned out amazing. We shot it all through Seattle uh, in like four different scenes, and then we shot in the club itself. So it turned out great. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, you mentioned you guys are from California. So, uh, what's the story like? When did you guys officially start? And, and then, uh, what made you guys move uh, Six Gun up to Seattle in the Northwest? Specifically, what about Seattle? 
So I am from Southern California. Uh, in fact, the first time I ever came to Seattle was when Six Gun was on tour back in 2005. Okay. Uh, we played the Central back in the day. Hell yeah. Um, so the band was pretty big in California at the time. We had some radio play down there and some things, some festivals yeah. and stuff, um, some affiliations with some things, and had a little bit of success. We toured for a couple of years, basically everything west of the Rockies, yeah. um, and did everything independently. And then life happened, you know? Mm -hmm. I Everybody had kids and got divorced and got married and did what they did. The band completely broke up, and I moved up here to Seattle and pretty much sold all my gear. Didn't really know what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, smash cut to me being in some other bands uh singing i was in a band called 15 stitches that's around here still mm -hmm. as a singer originally um and then i said god man i got two albums worth of music i really love this sound it's good rock and roll stuff that feels to be you know pretty timeless and i started recruiting people up here and i'm i started the band i write the songs or you know at least the original ones from before and own everything so i just found some guys up here and i found some guys who are amazing musicians who have been in other bands have been part of the scene for years and they've been really gracious and it's been it's almost been like playing with hired pickers and hired guns because they're yeah. so good but uh it's been really good to get out and get these songs out again and you know being 40 and playing is totally different than being 24 and 25 and playing. And it's been, it's been gratifying in a completely different way. Well, uh, you know, I, I can only, I, I'm not trying to put uh, words into your mouth or anything or, or like, uh, you know, speak for you, but it seems like maybe you'd be a little bit more intentional this time around. Like, you know what you want, you know what you don't want and you know, your goals. And is, is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we try not to waste any time with what we're doing and we, we definitely have some goals, but at the same time, fun is, is higher on the priority list than, uh, the quote unquote making it stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you know, you're making a living, you got a family, you know, yeah. you, you can, you can, uh, do this on your own time and, and on the schedule that you make it and uh, nobody's telling you what to do. So you can be independent and, uh, do it, you know, and just, Make it your passion and your and your love, and and not be controlled by you know the the uh, financial aspect of it. Absolutely, the scene's been great to us. Uh, KSW has been great to us, so we're just happy to be a part of it. And as long as we can keep playing and people keep coming to shows, we're going to keep doing it. Awesome, Jake. Well, uh, let me go a little bit uh, in the bat in the time machine here, if you don't mind. I would love to ask you some questions about some early inspirations and whatnot. Is that cool? Absolutely. Jake, let me ask you this one. Uh, going back to when you were a kid, and I'm not talking about like something that was given to you, something that was your own money. What was the first album that you purchased with your own money, whether it was cassette, CD, record, and uh, you know what What was it, even if it's embarrassing? Led Zeppelin II on Ooh, cassette. Nice. Okay. I walked, I walked to the mall, and I bought it. I, was, I think the first one, my own money, I think I was like 12 years old, and I was allowed to walk up and buy it. So uh, how were you exposed to Led Zeppelin? My dad, it was either Zeppelin or Elvis with him. Oh, so cool, cool. Uh, he, he turned me on to Zeppelin and I really got into it and he had some records and, mm -hmm. you know, lugging a record player around was a little tough. So I went cassettes and I was young enough that that was still a thing. So, uh, I guess I should say I'm old enough now. I was young enough then yeah. and, and walked up and bought it and played the hell out of it until I literally wore it out. Um, and went from there, but that was my first purchase with my own money. Okay. Well, uh, going from there, was it Zeppelin that in encouraged you to, to learn guitar and, and start up being a musician, or had you been uh, learning from uh, before that time? 
funny enough, I started as a drummer, and I started because of Zeppelin, uh, because awesome. of John Bonham. Yeah. So I, I played drums in most of the bands I was in through high school, all through into my early adulthood and, and everything else, and got into the studio and did some things where I recorded a little bit of stuff you know, here and there, but really didn't get into guitar much until Six Gun, and now been kind of a front man and singing and playing guitar has been a newer thing. Uh, than than earlier, I guess, playing. But yeah, Zeppelin was the first thing that really got me into it. And then growing up in California, it's like I, I had the luxury that every band ever came through. So I got to see anybody I ever wanted to see, and I got to see some of the best. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's expand on that. What are some <laughs> mind blowing concerts from the, that time period? Uh, Rage Against the Machine with Wu Tang Clan oh, at the yeah. Staples Center. <laughs> I mean, those those kind of things. I mean, I followed Beastie Boys on tour for like five days from San Jose to San Diego, kind so of stuff. Sick. I mean, just just every band you could think of. Mm-hmm. You know, we were we were on stage with No Effects at a couple stops. I mean, Amazing. it's just you know, it's, it's, it kind of comes with being there. And so that was another big reason why in 2004, mm-hmm. five, when six gun got started, we started and there was this kind of wave of, of this rockabilly resurgence. And mm-hmm. we didn't really want to be with the six foot high pompadours and the huge double bass. We might play a double bass at some point, but yeah. we didn't want to be pigeonholed into that. And it's nothing against those bands, but there's bands like the horror pops and the necromantics and those bands that, are almost cartoon characters of a visual mm-hmm. show. It's almost like Kiss, but but Psycho Belly. You know what I mean? It's kind of a, it's kind of gimmicky. Yeah, very much so. And we didn't want to be that, but we also didn't want to be, you know, a fill in the blank. I guess so. Sure. We we tried to take the best of everything, and and Social D obviously is a huge influence because I I came up there and got to see them a million times too. Yeah. But you know, I mean, so's the Cramps, and so's you know, the clash and, yeah. you know, all that stuff that I had to kind of find on my own. So interesting. So what got you, uh, what was your foray into like punk rock and, and that stuff? Because you said you grew up on social D and the cramps and stuff going from Led Zeppelin. Uh, and what made you turn that corner into the more like punk side of things? Southern California in the nineties. Okay. I mean, <laughs> skate punk was huge. Pennywise, bad religion, no effects, gutter mouth. I mean, Less than it just goes on and on and on. Think Lenny too before they were how they are now. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, all of these bands were cutting their teeth, and not not to say no effects. They'd already been around fifteen years, but a lot of these other bands were really coming up. And mm-hmm. again, no effects would come through because there were you know this is when Warp Tour was a thing, and and <laughs> all these all these shows would come through. So I got into to kind of skate punk that way and three chord fast songs and then the older i got and started really i don't want to say studying music because i have zero zero education and other than just headphones and radio stations but but uh i always really tried to look at where stuff came from i've always looked at music as like a big family tree and i've always tried to follow where did those guys playing punk rock get their stuff from? because yeah. in the early 80s you know they're all 20 18 20 so they were all born in like the early 60s so they who were their parents you know what they listened to and you follow that stuff back and it's like especially that that punk stuff and and really into social d and those kind of bands is like it's all just roots based americana type music that's kind of coming back now in a weird way with sturgill simpson and some mm-hmm. of the other people but mm-hmm. it's just it's just real music that you can dress it up and you can arrange it different ways, but it's just music that is timeless. And if you play it genuinely, yeah. it translates to people and you can, 
you can write four or five albums of songs that all sound similar, but they're gen- I mean, look at what Social D did. I mean, they've yeah. had a 40-year career. So That's true. If you're genuine and you write good music, I think the people follow you. So That's awesome, man. That's a good, a good outlook and, and very much like, uh, you know, um, a good approach to it and just working hard and, 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 you know, you don't have to have a gimmick. You don't have to have like an image. You can just be you know, true and honest to yourself. And I can certainly tell from, from, uh, the album that, that that's the, uh, the case for you guys. Uh, I, I, am curious about something because, uh, I, I've been asking, uh, some people this about their opinion and, uh, something that they would pick out. Uh, imagine, well, you don't even have to imagine there is a lot of negativity out there with just like, uh, the, the, you know, a lot of bad news. Uh, so if you're stuck in a negativity loop, you have a bad day, your head's stuck in the news or something like that. What's an album that you can put on, uh, personally that will just change your mood and, and, and will put a smile on your face. Gosh, man, it depends on the day and the mood. Obviously I'm so finicky that way, sure. but lately, uh, Tyler Childers, I've been listening to quite a bit lately and okay. culture wall, uh, as far as, you know, stuff that's, I guess, more contemporary or current. Mm-hmm. Um, other than breaking out the old stuff that makes you feel like you're young again, but that's, you know, <laughs> that depends on the day and the time, yeah. of course, but I'll, I'll break out no effects records and bad religion records anytime. But the, uh, the, the first, you said Tyler Childers and Coulter Wall, would that, that would be like kind of more country, country stuff. A little bit. Yeah. They're younger guys. They're a little more, I guess country. Yeah. But it's more in that vein of, of if you took their songs and you put them through an amp with distortion on them and you played them twice as fast, it could be a six gun song. So it's not, you know, it's not, it's not, I guess, yes, country, if you, the way they're, the way they're arranged and played right now, but absolutely. Nice, dude. Well, I'll, I'll check those out, man, and I appreciate that. Um, just a couple, uh, couple more questions before we get into uh, your get into the song "Lonely Man" here, real quick. Uh, if you could, uh, why don't you tell me four albums that made a direct positive impact on your life? Okay, um, No Effects, Ribbed, yeah, um, Social Distortion, uh, it's somewhere between heaven and hell. Led Zeppelin 2. Mm-hmm. That's the first one. And I'm going to have to go Beastie Boys Check Your Head. Okay, right on, man. That seems relatively easy for you to... to, to it's just... hard to, It's hard to do four. I could probably do 40. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, okay, man. Uh, if uh, you had to uh, pick a scar on your body, Jake, and tell us the story of how you got that scar. I have a scar on my right palm. Uh, I used to be a stock boy at a place... Back in the Midwest, uh, I, I did a work, some work back there for some summers. Uh-huh. I was a stock boy at a place. It was kind of like a Pier 1, okay. and they had uh, candle holders, I guess, whatever you want to call it. And the candle holders for really big pillar candles have like a nail in the base of the candle holder that holds a nail on it. Okay. And this is back in like 1996, 7, so... I didn't wait around for the ladder in the stock room. I was climbing the shelf like a monkey. Yeah. Came down and I slipped, put my hand out to catch myself, and I put it right where the candle holder was, and I got one of those nails between my knuckle, and I still have a scar on my palm. Jesus Christ. That's gnarly. <laughs> I can't tell you about the other ones, but that's the one I can tell you about. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you, dude, and uh, we're going to get into the song Lonely Man. Is there anything you'd like to say to uh, Northwest audience or anyone listening right now uh, who's stuck at home? 
man, stay safe, support the, support the scene as much as you can. Mm -hmm. The musicians that love to play for you guys are itching to play for you guys as soon as we can. And, uh, long live rock and roll, man. Just, we love the support. Keep it up. And thanks to KISW for, for playing us. Hell yeah, man. Here is Lonely Man by Six Gun. You can check them out and, uh, watch their video on YouTube. We'll be posting it on the KSW page. Uh, Jake Day, thanks a lot, man.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.